0: What's up, dude?
1: Hey, not a lot, man. How have you been? Uh, pretty good. Not as good as you've been since you got to go to freaking PAX.
0: It's been pretty good. <laughs> I, was pretty,
1: I was pretty jealous.
0: I was super jelly.
1: But it is uh, number eighty, episode eighty on uh, the sixth of September,
0: dude. That's crazy.
1: Yeah, the old ninety six, the old the old butt to butt action. <laughs> I like the ninety six girl. What's up? Uh, we got quite a bit to cover. Uh, lots of stuff from PAX. Uh, well, not lots of stuff. Hopefully, just the good things. Cause, uh, like we were talking about off air, you were saying that there was so much to take in, but probably, you know, ten percent of it's worth talking about.
0: One thing cool about PAX is that like, everything can be there. You know what I mean? It's not like it's not a matter of whether it's new or not. It's so not e cool three. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly.
1: Uh, and I I was. The one thing that has stuck in my head that I've actually been real, like, kind of... I don't know why I'm stuck on it, but the fact that it's still the Penny Arcade Expo. I yeah. <laughs> I was like, what does PAX stand for? Because it is not Penny Arcade Expo anymore. I mean, it they had some of that
0: there, or no, not anymore? Nope, they are it. It's not a matter of if it was there or not. That's their shit. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, like, the, it has,
1: I don't know, just... Every time I hear Penny Arcade, I'm thinking, like, old school.
0: Oh, games. no, my bad. No, no, no. I mean, like, the guys that, that are Penny Arcade. Like, oh, they, Penny they Arcade just named is, a, after is a comic strip. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, I Which didn't know I anything is, really about PAX. It's more ridiculous.
1: I was thinking, like, Colorado Springs up in Manitou Springs. They've mm-hmm. got, uh, like, a Penny Arcade there that's real dope. And I was like, <laughs> how does that get its own expo? <laughs> but hurt, I won't think about it. It hurts my brain.
0: <laughs> they had a... This year was... I don't know. That being said, this year was... It kind of stood out to me that a lot of people's booths were set up in sort of an arcade manner. There were still the big-ass booths like Microsoft or Xbox or whatever that would be like huge like cafeteria-style tables of fucking computers side to side that are like 10 wide and then the other side has 10 wide and they face against each other you know what i mean mm-hmm. So a lot of those with the big ass companies but for the smaller companies or even nintendo it they gave them like standalone like staggered cabinets or like round cabinets like arcade cabinets so you could it had kind of an arcade vibe like going up to nintendo's primary booth where mario odyssey was and then what their nindies were, that was all. Nindies. We, yeah. get, we get to talk like, about nindies today. Ridiculous.
1: Uh, the old nindos playing their nindies. Yeah. <laughs> um. The other thing. Uh. I've just got a couple of things for today because I really wanted to get into packs, but uh, I really wanted to start off with. I don't know if it's cool to congratulate an appliance, but uh, Voyager hit forty years uh yesterday the day before yesterday
0: that's badass is it still it's still doing doing the damn thing
1: still updates every single day uh it's still receiving nav data from nasa um it is now out past the solar winds um it is no longer what is the um, ionosphere no that's on earth it's um Basically, the solar wind and radiation is no longer affecting it. It is in interstellar space. Whoa. Um, Not like the movie Interstellar, where interstellar space was just somewhere right out there. It's actually (laughs) a really long way away. And um, I know that a lot of people that listen to this probably stay up to date on a lot of the science news that's going on, so they know this. I posted about it on our Facebook page. The one thing that I found that was really cool and I wanted to talk about on here, was NASA um, needs a better PR department, first of all. Fuck. But they have something that's almost like a Google Maps app for viewing what they've got going on. And uh, this thing is called the NASA Eyes On. Uh, I just found this a little while ago. It's uh, You download it from NASA's website. It is, if you're thinking of google maps it's kind of like that right it pops up the solar system um gives you some options what they the reason i found it was i was looking up stuff on voyager and it says track voyager's progress and see what it's done see where it is so the reason i wanted to talk about it is nasa is really poor at telling you what to do it just says you have to have this app and if you click on it you download it it's not there like there's, no, It's not a Voyager app, but it sounds like it if you found it from NASA's page about Voyager. When you download it, you got to then go to the upper right-hand corner, and there's a thing for settings, and uh, it actually says Tours and Features. And if you click on that, that will drop down a list of tours that you can take. And then you can go through not only Voyager 1 and 2, but you can go through everything they've got out there it's a big list i was gonna write them all down but it's so many nice um you can jump to these satellites and then see what kind of equipment they've got on it what their field of view is i mean you can actually if you click around a little bit because it's not all presented to you right there it's not very easy you have to click through some things but if you if you play around with a little bit you can check out what kind of camera system they have on there what the field of view is for that camera where they're at. You can turn on... Is it the ionis- ionosphere? Something with an A. Um, you can see, like, where it is currently and its trajectory. Then you can go to Voyager, specifically, which is what I went there for. And you can see... It says, how do we know when Voyager actually left our solar system, right? It's now an interstellar space. How do we know that? Like, how do we say that and what they have is a little graph that shows you the sensors of solar wind charged particles basically okay and the graph starts in like 2012 when they thought it was getting out there and the graph is like maxed out with the amount of particles that it's it's just being pelted with right this radiation and then it just starts like dropping a little bit and then it just goes boop, 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 and just falls oh, all weird. the way off the map. And they were like, oh, well, we did it. Like, that's, that's how they know because it's invisible. I mean, you can't see what's going on out there. So yeah. once this thing passed through, it just falls into the true vacuum of space where it's not getting beat up by endless radiation anymore. I don't even think it would be very dangerous for humans at that point. Like it is incredible to see that, like we think of our we think of Earth as a bubble and then we think of our solar system as a bubble, but then there's an even bigger bubble outside of that That's that crazy. took what thirty five years to get to,
0: to yeah from from where <laughs> we are not it. side to side,
1: right, so in two thousand and twelve it started to reach the end point now we're five years past that, and there's almost no readings we know we are in. Just drifting interstellar space, which I mean that, that to me is, that is such a trip. <laughs> it's pretty cool. I mean, you're out there, and you think of space as nothingness, but that is nothingness. I mean, we're talking fuck the Kepler Belt. We're 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 in a new area. So congratulations, dude, so far you're.
0: away, and it's still relaying information.
1: Yes, it still it takes like five minutes. Is all that's because wow really information travels at the speed of light right so it's five light minutes away or something
0: that's really fucking that's magical (laughs) it's really cool
1: pretty much magic yeah it just to think that something that primitive has made it that far we can't be we have to be able now to like catch that Right? Like, we could probably launch something today. In, like, five years, we're going to be like, and there's Vorgia 1. And we're just going to... That'd
0: be pretty cool.
1: It'd be like Mass Effect Andromeda, right? Like, they... Supposedly, Andromeda happens in this weird time frame, but because the components were better, they were able to go further past what had launched previously.
0: Oh, I understand. Yeah. I understand. Yeah, like, Wasn't if you launch... Andromeda... Or... The name of, like, the program?
1: No, Andromeda is uh, the galaxy, right? It oh, is based okay, off okay. of the Andromeda galaxy. Word. Uh, I and you. we show up. Uh, that game,
0: you ought to give it a try. I'm good, man. <sighs> you <sighs> you know, some some fucking games just aren't, aren't for everybody And that. It's a lot more action-based than it was previously. I'll watch you guys play it. Yeah. <laughs> you, finally, <laughs>
1: you stream that shit, and I'll watch it. Yeah, oh. I still don't hate it. I still like that game.
0: I appreciate how much work they put into the story, story. The stories are good. but
1: Yeah. And you get to fuck aliens. So. Yeah. Happy birthday, Voyager. <laughs> 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 oh, if you could see us now. It's still just incredible to me that both are still functioning. 40 years after launch in an environment that, especially 40 years ago... They basically went, "Hey, is it going to hold up out there?" And they went, "I don't fucking know."
0: Maybe
1: <laughs> launch that shit, and they threw it out there. And there's some twenty year old secretary now that's in his sixties, like I can't believe that shit's still out there because <laughs> like, you know they they had no clue what they were doing at that point. In my opinion, like if we didn't have fucking cell phones yet, but we're transmitting data from interstellar space,
0: seriously. Yeah, that's nuts. Uh but that was my only like super serious thing for the day. Um Was it's was its original mission reconnaissance? Yeah, it was it's, like,
1: yeah, it's just a data seeking. I think it went around uh Jupiter. Uh they sent back data. It was just to study of the solar system and then it it's almost like the last one. Uh what's the one that just left Pluto? Oh. I should remember this. But yeah. um we talked about it in a previous episode, but the that one's mission is to go study Pluto and then when it's done, it just slings itself. They just sling and then you just send data as far as you can send data. Because we'd really want to know if you just hit a wall. Like can you imagine if it was like Voyager one and then dunk it just kinda yeah, boom. It's the fucking glass wall. Oh no. Flat Earth was almost right. We're <laughs> in a, this we're flat in a globe. <laughs> a little shake globe. <laughs> it's crazy to me that thing's just moving along
0: i don't know what does anything propel it at this point or is it just dude what if we're in a magic eight ball and the day night cycles aren't cycles really they're just every time they shake the ball our side of the earth like uh, rotates uh, to the side. <laughs> yeah yeah
1: just some O C D kid with it too, so he knows like every twenty four hours he has to shake it or he's gonna die. Like it's like turning the light switch on and off fifteen times.
0: <laughs> Those poor people.
1: <laughs> uh, I don't want that. Nope. <laughs> I'll take alcohol abuse over that any day. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, yeah, I'll take substance abuse for yeah.
1: pick your diseases wisely. <laughs>
0: Uh. Pick one that is at least a little bit of fun while you're fucking dying from right. it. Right. Or one that can kill you. That usually goes hand in hand. Mm-hmm. If it can kill you, you can probably have fun with it.
1: Uh Mark Marin's got a new stand up out
0: on is Netflix. It good? Ah. Ah. You know, I here's I have a question. Is Mark Marin funny? Mark Marin is hilarious. To me. Okay. Not to a lot of
1: people. I like uh, Mark Maron's podcast show. I like his podcast, and I like the TV show about the podcast a lot. Um, So, th- and that's how I got into Mark Maron. I didn't know him as a, as a stand-up guy. I knew him as a podcaster and then as, uh, what's the name of that show? I've seen like every episode of it, too.
0: Oh. Either way. It's, it's a, like a Louie-type show, it's, right? It's,
1: yeah, it's exactly like a Louis show, except for it's about his podcast, not about his stand-up. Um. So I like his brand of comedy. The problem is, if you like comedy, you can't watch anyone in 2017. You can't do it. Because I'm going to break down the last five comedians I've watched. Mm -hmm. Uh, Make fun of Trump, make fun of Trump, make fun of Trump, make fun of Trump, bitch about Trump. And that's it. And it's at this point, like, I don't want to hear about it. I just don't want to hear it. It's a serious
0: lack of fucking creativity for people who are – whose sole purpose in life is to create creative content
1: right now you can fast forward through part of marin's and then get to if you like that mantic like crazy marin shit that he does like super Mm -hmm. depressive like weird mental games that he does if you like that just skip a little bit and it gets funny but it's so at the beginning like as soon as he starts I was like, not a fucking other one. Like that's all yeah. I could think is like, not again. Like it's been so many people in a row now have just come out and been like, I know I'm supposed to come out here and make jokes, but instead I'm gonna tell you my political beliefs for twenty minutes on my special. So
0: On their fucking special. Yeah.
1: This is this is the best I could come up with. Ugh. Here even if you're like, well, you know, they they're politically minded and they they're going to voice their opinion because they have a platform. Fantastic. Uh, you, do you know why Richard Pryor shit is still funny today? Is because it can transcend generations. Yeah. You can't transcend a generation if you talk about last week's episode of Game of Thrones or fucking Donald Trump. Like you can't go that specific, or it's only funny for that moment. Yeah. I believe that moment has either been killed or has passed. And especially, no one's going to say this stand-up was the best stand-up ever in 20 years or 10 years. Because it's not going to make any fucking sense. (laughs) So, now, he had some good jokes in there. I'm not going to say his jokes were bad about it. It was just more of the same. But he had a thing about dying in there where uh, he was like, Uh, When I die, the only thing I want to know, the only thing I want is for it to go quick. He's like, I want my last words to be, wait, what? (laughs) I (laughs) thought that was the perfect way to go out. Like, (laughs) if I could say, wait, what? And then the lights just go off? That's how you want to go, right there. (laughs) But, anyways, uh, I don't know if you like Marin or not, but if you do. He, uh... Fuck.
0: This... I didn't I didn't start watching his show yet, and it's not because I didn't like it. I enjoyed it after you ch- told me to check it out. I've never listened to his podcast for whatever reason. But he was in that Did you watch Glow at all that came out recently? No, the Glorious Ladies of Wrestling. I that's seen fucking, it yet. that's <laughs> the one. <laughs> I don't know if that was made for chicks or what, but I thought it was pretty badass and I I thought it was funny. I enjoyed it. Mark Barron's pretty fuck he's there's a couple section sections in that that he's he's pretty dark. But it's funny. It's good. Yeah. He's um he
1: is he's dark. His whole
0: thing is like
1: he's got like an inappropriate mother and then his daddy hates and then he's <sighs> so they've made him like super self-conscious about his weight and he's just kind of like this I fucking hate everybody type of guy and he's never changed. So where you had like Louie did that and then Louis became like a parent and then so his comedy, like Louis's last sketch was like super parent based and he's almost become like the parents comic.
0: Mark That, that was weird. Right. Watching I didn't Louis enjoy it. last stand up. Like it had It had some good jokes in it, but there were a few parts where you it seemed like he was just using prior like um, previously written material. Yeah, he's I guess. just
1: shaking up the dad jokes and then pulling yeah. back out. Um, Mark is uh, fifty-one years old and he's like twice divorced, no kids. So it's like he's starting to fit into my niche of lifestyle <laughs> a little bit. You know what I mean? Like I'm in my thirties, I don't have any kids. Like this is the route I'm going. I don't plan on ever having children. So it's one of these like, okay, let's let's look to my future a little bit instead of what everyone else is doing and looking to these. Like um, what's that guy's Joe Coy? Oh boy, yeah. He's his first kid stuff when he had the brand new baby. To me, was still really funny. Like he was talking about that newness of it. Well, now his kids like you know way older. Um,
0: that dude was funny like ten years ago,
1: right? And now it's it's dad jokes again. So they've all kind of fit themselves into this thing that I, it's not funny. I don't relate to it. I'm not saying it's not funny. If you got kids, you're probably laughing your ass off. But
0: uh, yeah, just, yep whoosh. doesn't doesn't work for everybody. Yeah, just like kids, <laughs> right? So, so
1: um, that's why I like Marin. Is his his life problems are more in line with my life problems.
0: The weird thing about Joe Coy that I thought was when the first time I saw him, he was like a fucking twenty something, right? Mm-hmm. He was a kid. He was super young, and then. The next time I saw him was recently, so he's probably, like, I don't know, late 30s, early 40s now. Like, his hair's starting to grow gray. Yeah, I was going to say, I think he might be a little, he might be in his 40s. Did you watch his most recent? Mm Mm-hmm. So, his most recent special, he spends, like, 15 minutes shaming his fucking teenager-old kid for smelling bad. (laughs) It's like... (laughs) That's fucking fine. That's brutal. That's a good way to get your fucking shit, to, your kid to shower. For sure. But he kept... It's like he came back with the mindset of the 20-year-old Joe Coy and was trying to write new content as 40-year-old Joe Coy. Yeah. So seeing like a little, not a little, but like an old, older dude with gray hair like acting like a fucking 20-something on stage, it was really like fucking stilted. And it, it just... Didn't work. It didn't fucking work. Like, these nope. dudes just, they disappear for a little bit, and then they just show back up, like you said, with a huge vat full of dad jokes, and they just think that they can do it again.
1: Right, and I think it doesn't, it, when we say it doesn't work, it doesn't work for us. But right. if you've got a kid, right. and you're sitting at home like, how do I tell my son that he stinks? You know, like, because that's, yeah. that's probably a very common problem. I know, like, my mom being like, hey, it's time to start wearing deodorant. like, And I was like, okay. That's how that conversation went for me. Right. (laughs) But there's probably some kids that like, just don't do it or just don't get it. Um, And that joke probably made someone piss their pants. Like, someone probably laughed so fucking hard at that. But that genre is now, it's escaped me. I don't, I got nothing there.
0: (laughs) Yeah, because, yeah, I guess before it was like we were those kids, so that could be funny.
1: Well, Joe Coy, if you remember his early stuff, was about him being the kid and his mom beating down on him. So yeah. that many years ago, I was a kid. I've always loved stand up. So I'm watching Joe, and I'm I'm laughing my ass off at his, you know, oh Joseph, that like, <laughs> you know his his mom impression that killed me back then. And then I don't know. Now he's he'd still tried to do that one because it's like his little niche, but yeah. it's like oh, I've seen yeah, that. Yeah, his, his <laughs>
0: mom played a pretty. Oh, that motherfucker's from Tacoma, Is just <laughs> south of here. Yeah, he's he's funny, he's hilarious, his his accents are fucking killer, but they don't need to be the whole thing, I right. guess. Yo, I haven't seen you since fucking Mayweather and McGregor fought. Before we get into PAX, let's just talk about that real quick.
1: Okay, so, uh, if you haven't heard the latest, he got a TBI. Whoa, who did? McGregor. Oh, Hospitalized. really? Hospitalized. Yeah, traumatic brain injury. Oh, uh, no he literally got beat retarded. So
0: Oh man,
1: that's no good. Yeah. Uh, and they said it was mild. He's gonna be fine. I don't wanna really th- throw it out to that bad McGregor is dead. Like no. <laughs> <it> <laughs> didn't, that didn't happen. But um so Melanie and I I don't know where did you where did you watch it? Did you watch it somewhere did you just uh we went over to Mike's house? Cool. They do that we've recorded this with right, a couple right. times. Uh, we went to like Hooters and I pre bought tickets. So I rented they were like, Oh, you can pick your seats and this was probably a month before the fight. Yeah. I was like, All right, well, hey cat. Um I was like, All right, well, I what's the biggest TV in the place? So I'm like wandering around, find the biggest TV. I was like, Are these seats taken? And it was on a round table facing the television. And she goes, Uh, nope, nothing on this table's taken. And I was like, All right, well, I need four seats. Let me buy can you can I pick my seat? And she goes Sure, we'll, we'll label the individual numbers. I was like, all right, I want the four faced TV, so if anybody shows up, they got to turn around in their chairs <laughs> to watch the television, not me. I can eat my chicken wings and, and hang out. We showed up for the pre-pre-fights, the stuff that was on, like, Fox. Yeah. And we stayed through the whole shebang.
0: Holy shit, nice.
1: I have never watched that much boxing in my life, I'm pretty sure.
0: Yeah, well, same for me. I didn't watch near as much as you did. <laughs> yeah. Uh, What'd you think of? What'd you think of the main
1: event? Screw the other fights. There were some weird ones, but I'm sure no one knows what I'm talking about about the
0: weird ones. But the two I saw a couple pieces. Well, there was there. Yeah, let's just talk about the main event. That's yeah. fine because I don't know the other dudes' names. Yeah. Uh, I came into it saying saying may the best man win, but I wanted to see McGregor win for the fact of like what it would fucking mean and i'm not a boxing fan so obviously i'm gonna root for mma over fucking boxing but i was i was confident that mayweather would win or is was capable of winning like if he won it wasn't going to be it was not going to be surprising at all but i didn't think that he was connor came into him pretty fucking heavy in those first few rounds and i i I really honestly didn't have much hope for Mayweather there in the beginning but like once that once that shift started to come in 5th 5th round, 6th round sixth when round, Mayweather yeah. yeah, came came around and started whooping his ass. It was it was a really big surprise. I
1: got a I got a hard time with that fight. I I thought that I had the fight figured out going into it. I'm a, I'm not a Mayweather fan. I think that somebody with that much money should be able to buy a tutor to learn how to read, but the I assumed that if a knockout happened, it would be Connor. And if it went to def- decision, it would always be Mayweather. Like I didn't see a world where a decision went to Connor, and I didn't see a world where a KO or a TKO went to Mayweather. Yeah, we watched the most ridiculous fight I've ever seen. I talked about how Connor was a amateur top tier amateur boxer in Ireland could yeah. definitely slide back into that round. He's throwing hammer fist round one.
0: Yeah, he's in, at every clinch.
1: He spent energy. Taking Mayweather's back for no reason, like if they clinched up, he would fight and turn to get his back. that wastes energy there There's no reason you can just stop and limp arm at that point once you're in the hug that's and that's all Mayweather did was put his hands over his head and turn around and kneel down and let him throw hammer fists until the guy broke him up the It looked pathetic at the beginning, and then all of a sudden. Like you said, it just turned. Like all of a sudden, it all clicked and made sense. He, there was a hundred and eleven punches landed by McGregor on Mayweather. That's the most that anyone in like the past in any major fight he's had has ever landed, which yeah. sounds incredible until you realize that McGregor said that if he could land one, he was gonna put him to fucking sleep. <laughs> that was his deal, right? Like, you boy's going to look good asleep, and he's going to wake up a better man. That was the <laughs> shit. And he he hit him <laughs> square in the face a couple times, and he just, and then he just, and I think, I don't know if it's with the gloves or what it was, but whatever it was, even in round one, two, and three, where McGregor was fresh and hard, those hits, he even, if you go back and watch where they got the mic Pickups of the fighters, mm-hmm. they break him at one point and he goes, where's your power? Where's that power? As Mayweather, he tells him, Mayweather tells him as he walks away, where's that power? You've hit me in the face multiple times. Where's that power? And it's, it, I don't think he was ready for it and he spent so much energy and uh, McGregor's big deal was that he, uh, he always slows down in the mid to late part of the fight and then picks up steam in the last couple rounds and he was ready for that wasn't allowed to go. We had a TKO where it was a five-four fight. A TKO with zero knockdowns. God damn, that sounds like a bad fight. Like on paper, that sounds like a bad fight. It does.
0: Like how? It sounds like a boxing match yeah. to me. How'd honestly, you, That's how'd you what get a TKO? Sounds.
1: Oh well he he beat me so bad that I couldn't continue. Oh my god, he knocked you unconscious? No. Oh, you you fell down. You couldn't get back up. No. Oh, you dropped your hands below your belt. No. Oh.
0: Oh, wait. you couldn't form a sentence.
1: Yeah, like what? <laughs> what happened? Well, oh, well, he said I got hit too many times in a row.
0: He was fucking
1: sloppy. By the time he bad, Stopped that. But he never went down, and he and they said, oh, well, he dropped his hands behind his below his belt and was taking punches. Went back and watched it. Never did. He crouched with his hands up, came back up with his hands in the same spot when it got ended. So. They ended it just on, well, looked like it was starting to go bad.
0: You, I mean, if he got a TBI, then what, it, yeah. in my opinion, he stopped in time, right? In, right? Well, at least in my opinion. But I'm not I, a boxing I agree, fan. So. I agree that he should have been. I was kind of perplexed by the end of it because the camera was on Connor when the fight was stopped. And the referee comes up. He's like, stop, 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 stop. And then he's like, Connor, are you okay? He's like, yeah, I'm okay. I'm okay. And then it, like, it, that was it. That was the end of the fight. And then all the mayhem that was, like, post-fight started. People started flooding the fucking ring. People started coming in to separate those two. All that circus bullshit. And he made his way over to Mayweather, congratulated him, fucking hugged, whatever. But then later he was like, yeah, I told the ref that he stopped me too early. You didn't. And he didn't. You're just you're just getting your fucking ass whooped yep. and then you lost the fight. So... right."
1: And that that was my whole thing. I think he would have lost any, or he would have lost anyways, unless he had some miraculous knockout. But man, that should have rolled to the, I I thought it should have rolled to a decision because now what do you hear? And I even talked about it to some other people. I was like, now for six months, I got to hear about how they stopped it too early and he could, he always, you know, he could have come back. I think if it went to decision, Mayweather wins. It was a, I don't know. I don't think it was a bad, like a, obviously bad stop it's just weird to look in the paper and go five four fight you know uh you're looking at a very close match almost equal you're looking at the most hits ever landed on the world champ of boxing the greatest ever and then it gets stopped in a stand-up tko (laughs) like Oh man, you couldn't even knock him down, but it was a TKO. You couldn't you couldn't even put him in his ass once, and I, that may just be me coming from UFC because a TKO is like where you're still breathing, but your eyeballs hanging out. You know what I'm it's saying? Like, te-
0: is it's technical? Is that yeah what technical knockout? I mean, that okay. you were
1: you were awake, but you weren't fighting back. Gotcha. Yeah, so you, you just get wailed on, and somehow you're still conscious because the guy doesn't have enough power to put you down, but it's just kind of pathetic <laughs> at that point. The In a knockout being, you're just fucking lights out. <laughs>
0: yeah, see you later. You went to nap. <laughs> um, Those dudes that fucking – I'm not laughing at people that get knocked unconscious, but the I guys am. that fucking that get fucking – knocked unconscious and then they do like the little (laughs) b-sit yeah their arm their arms stick out and then their legs come together and get rigid and stick up and they just like the only part of their body that is touching the ground is like just each ass cheek just a little bit and they're fucking uh, (laughs) Superman in the middle of this fucking ring I feel so bad for people like do any of them shit their pants when that happens do they need to like do they need to like get the fuck out of Dodge and go watch out that female boxer
1: or the female MMA no. girl, she straight poop, shits man. and then smears <laughs> no. it all over the ring. Like they were like, "Oh, we got to stop this!" Like she's pooping herself. Like they were <laughs> they were grappling and she just she and a little too hard and shat all down her leg, and it was like, "As gross as everywhere." But, anyways, overall, pretty good fight. Didn't if you're a Mayweather fan. You're fucking ecstatic because that dude played that game. He even said they were like, well, you took so many hits. What do you got to say? And he was like, well, that was a strategy. Like, he's not a boxer. He's not going to know how to put me down. I can just duck and take, and he's going to get so tired that I'm just going to finish him. And then they play, like, his his corner commentary, and that's – he's not making that up. Mayweather Sr. sitting there saying, like, he's getting tired now. Just soak up another round. Like They're telling him, just go out there and soak up another one. And then you see him. He just, like – comes out and he's like oh I'm getting hit I'm getting hit. Oh, oh I almost smile because that last one didn't hurt anymore like that last one was like oh yeah and then he just because bow, bow, bow. he knows he doesn't have the power to put him down but he scored how many points minute?
0: I mean, oh yeah
1: Jesus Christ he yeah. just oh, whack 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 over and over and over and if it if
0: it went to decision if it went the distance would mayweather have won oh yeah If it continued that way, you would have looked at, like, Like probably an uh, 8-4 Mayweather. Uh, Oh, right, 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 because it's 12. 12 rounds, yeah. So you'd
1: have looked at an 8-4, you know, maybe a 7-5 if you got a lucky one somewhere in there. But it would have been a decisive victory, and there would have, to me, there would have been no question. Like, if you take rounds 8, 9, and 10, there is no question who won those but there's no question who won one two three and four either so he can come out and he say i lost i absolutely lost you know the the 12 rounds got me i you know i didn't i didn't run enough i didn't do whatever and i lost a back boxing match under boxing rules in a boxing way and unlike how it happened where it's like he can say, "Well, they stopped me too early," and I, you know, I always tire out here. I don't know. I don't like uncertainty in a fight like this. If you're going to do that crazy spectacle, I want to see either somebody go down or somebody play the game better and win perfectly.
0: Yeah, I, th- I think that's probably the happiest thing that I'm alive for, or that I, or the biggest thing that I'm happy for is just to fucking have been alive to see this dumb fucking spect- spectacle that everybody was so stoked about that. And everybody's standing around saying that it was going to affect MMA or boxing in some magical way. But in reality, like, once the smoke settles, people are just going to go back to boxing and people are just going to go back to MMA. And this is that brief fucking moment in time where those two audiences can cross and mix and have something in common. And now it's just going to go back to not.
1: Yeah, well, you hit a very special moment where a man that calls himself the greatest ever and the money team um, owed what, twenty one, twenty two million dollars to the IRS?
0: How much money do you make off of this?
1: Uh, enough to pay that. I mean, it was yeah. that that was it was such a weird thing as he was like, I'm never going to do this, I'm never going to do this, I'm never going to do this. News headline, Money Mayweather owes twenty two million dollars to the IRS. I'm thinking about doing this. <laughs> like it, <laughs> it's like, all right. So you hit this weird spot where he was recently retired, I mean within two years. Um, was still in really good shape, obviously. And he not only made money for himself, if you watched all the prelims, every fight featured a money team fighter.
0: It was a money team oh, fight the entire way. Okay. Okay. And I think You know I didn't realize how that much of me whether was on his team. Mm-hmm. No shit. Okay. So he He made out his team
1: made out on every fight. And he made out on the big one. There was tons of money involved. I mean, it, the amount of money. What did McGregor say? Win or lose, he doubles his net worth from one fight. That's so fucking crazy. <laughs> That's fantastic. Of course he did it. He came out of the press conference afterwards, talking about his fucking whiskey. I'm coming out with a brand of whiskey, and he's just talking shit, <laughs> talking about his suits. He doesn't. He didn't care.
0: God, he can't. He can't. Like. I don't know. I I appreciate his his attitude going into the fight and coming out of the fight. I don't know. I think I think McGregor's pretty fucking cool, and I think he's funny. So
1: he's the best showman that yeah, has been he's out a there. Killer showman.
0: Yeah, fucking hands down. He
1: talks better shit than Ali. I mean, <laughs> truly does. And you and then Mayweather just doesn't like Mayweather's not. I don't know. He's in, he's he's very good boxer but he's not smart enough so it looks like he's getting like trolled every time they talked. Like every time there was an exchange McGregor's just so loud and in his face and making fun of him and all this stuff and Mayweather put it perfectly. He was like it doesn't matter. Once you get in the ring, once there's all these people He's like, I've been there. I've been there for like 50 times or whatever you said. He's like, I've been there 49 times and 49 times. I've walked away the winner. (laughs) He's like, so everyone says they're going to beat me. Everyone says it. And he's right. Everyone's like, oh, I'm going to be, he's nothing. Everyone else has been a joke. Beat that guy. And then he beat 48 more and then he beat fucking Connor. So.
0: It's pretty impressive. Like. Yeah, it's fucking impressive regardless of how big of a piece of shit Mayweather is they all are like they, in a couple of years there's going to be some shit coming out about McGregor beating his fucking wife cuz they all do every athlete does the same thing regardless of tennis players do the same thing the the legless runner shot and killed his girlfriend it's a thing it's a thing that famous people do but it still it's blows my mind that a 40 year old man went out and beat a 29 year old man in a boxing ring and a sport that they were both known for it's crazy
1: i wasn't prepared for how poor his technique was mcgregor
0: Connors, yeah the hammer fists right out of the gate were a huge surprise to me I, I,
1: and they were like, like they were like fast little they weren't even like he was drilling he was just like box and then it was like he got flustered and was just like flaring his arms around i was like what are you doing <laughs> it's just energy And so when he would do that, all Mayweather would do is turn around, bend over, and put his hands over his head. Yeah. And I could not understand that. And when I was drunk that night, no one could explain to me how that was defending yourself, but what Connor stumbling backwards is not defending. Like, I couldn't understand. (laughs) Like, how was it not a TKO as soon as he turns around and puts his hand over his head like a scared kid? They're like, well, his hands are up. Like, he turned into a turtle. That's not a defense. Yeah. They're like, well, in boxing it is. I was like, well, boxing is stupid.
0: <laughs> boxing is stupid.
1: Anywho. It's
0: fucking boxing. There boxing it is. is stupid.
1: I saw a meme where somebody put like uh I forgot who it was. James Stewart, somebody's uh picture up a motocross rider and it said yeah. uh uh conor mcgregor challenges james stewart to a motocross race <laughs> he, i can beat you anywhere anytime like they're putting conor with all these other action sports guys thought it was pretty good
0: and it's funny i'll
1: beat you it'd be fucking anywhere.
0: sweet what if that's his career now on? he's like the newest addition to Jackass and Connor McGregor just tries to do everybody else's job. Fucking McGregor challenges. That's just <laughs> it. Yeah.
1: I'll beat you at fucking chess.
0: <laughs> and they do a world tour build up <laughs> every time.
1: Where he's just talking shit to some eight year old chess prodigy. I'll fuck you and then I'll fuck your mom. And he's just <laughs> <win>. <laughs> yeah. such good shit talking. If you didn't did you watch the whole world tour thing?
0: Not all of it, but I watched <laughs> So. Every I tuned in every once in a while just to make sure I was where he uh, talks shit to I senior
1: laugh. <laughs> it's my favorite thing that I've ever seen in a sports thing where he's talking about he's like I'm gonna put him to sleep and he'll wake up a better man and then he's like he talks about he's like you did this to him you you got greedy he's like you could have retired 49 and 0 he was like <laughs> but you's got greedy he's like blaming his dad for getting him killed in the ring It's it's such good shit talking and then for him to lose, I was just like, oh, it's all for nothing.
0: <laughs> Anywho. Dude. Uh, sorry. Last two things that I, the, the two things that stood out probably bigger than the fight for me in that were one listening to, uh, oh, what's his name? Polly Magliano. Is that his name? The announcer? Yeah. Yeah. What is his name? Malignagi? Something. Paul Malignagi. Some shit like that. So he had his whatever with Connor. Connor pulled some bullshit with him a couple a couple weeks before the actual fight went down. I didn't know that this dude was supposed to be announcing. That dude was arguing with the other announcer the entire fucking fight there wasn't a minute of the fight where those two were in fucking agreement at all and that was super fucking annoying to me and then the dude who would do the the post fight and pre-fight interviews was like dude he was trying to do like hard-hitting journalistic questions to these dudes who fight for a living Like, the one right before the Mayweather-McGregor fight, there was one dude who was being blamed for hitting that other guy in the back of the head, which they played it a thousand times and was not the fucking case. But this dude still tries to come up and ask this kid who just finished fighting another man what his thoughts were on all of that and why he thinks that other people were hitting the other guy in the back of the head. It's like, play the replay... Don't ask him that fucking question. Ask him what he's going to fucking eat while he's wearing the belt and how many bitches he's going to fuck, yeah. or dudes, whatever, because that's that's it. That's-
1: I, I had a problem with that fight. Uh, the one that was in question uh, was he didn't hit him in the back of the head, but he pushed him in the back of the head while he was down. Um, at that point, they called the knockout. And I cannot for the life of me, no matter how many times I watch it, figure out why when he took a knee and he got struck once and then he turned his head and the guy grabbed him and pushed him in the back of the head, how that's not a disqualification and how he wins the belt. Like, I I just can't. How was that I didn't see him hit the dude in
0: the back of the head.
1: He didn't hit him in the back of the head. He hit him frontward when he was down. He went to one knee and he hit him. And so the guy turned his head to him and then he pushed him in the back of the head. And then he didn't get back up. He didn't get back up, but how was yeah. that not a DQ or a stop to assess instead of, like, it? whether it was an open punt, whether it was a hit or a punch, the first one was a punch, but the second one was a push. But either way, what, what got called as a knockout started as a guy going to his knee, getting hit, and then getting pushed in the back of the head, and then getting called a knockout. If he got called a knockout first and then the guy was still, like, on top of him... We see that all the time. That's just adrenaline going the guy was down. But they didn't call the knockout until the second contact was made. Because he was down.
0: Right, and but boxing. Still being engaged. He's just down. Yeah. Like if he's just down, then he can't that's just how boxing works, right? Like if you're just well, down, then they just stop it after ten seconds.
1: After ten seconds. Right. But there was no count. And he, other sh- was. he shoved him down during the count. So that would be like, okay, if I'm boxing you and we're in a ring and I hit you and you fall down, you go to get back up and I walked over and pushed you down, would you still think that was a...
0: Yo, if you and I were boxing <laughs> like, in a ring and you fucking knocked me so hard that I fucking fell down and then I stood back up and you pushed me over... No, no, no. I'm are not boxing talking about stood back up.
1: Weight. He was on his knees and he pushed him in the back of the head. So, and then the guy, like, he tried to play it off, right? Like, he made it look like he got hit and, like, fell down harder. I think what happened was that guy expected a call.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. And he
1: didn't get it. So then he's like, what the fuck? Like, you you saw him touch me, right? And the guy was like, he didn't hit you. He pushed you. I don't think that matters. He still put his hands on him while he was on the ground, which is a big fucking (laughs) no-no, in boxing. Like,
0: Nope. But, like. Trying to snuggle with somebody in boxing is a pretty big no no too, right? right? Like, yeah. dude's is fucking holding on to his legs. I don't know. Yeah, it
1: was. It wasn't a good fight. I'm not. That's. I don't know if it was completely inappropriate. It was just weird. Like that fight was weird to me. Like while it was happening, I was like, "What the fuck is going on?" And then the guy's like, "He didn't give him a count. He just fucking." He was like, "Oh no!" I was like, "All right, <laughs> Not going to I gotta check." Okay. Instant instant replay. Nah. All right. nah. Fuck <laughs> <Okay>. it. <laughs> it was, it, and that could just be me. Boxing is weird to me. I, I don't enjoy it.
0: Yeah, not my favorite. There was a
1: kid that got famous out of Little Rock back in two thousand, like four, three or four, and that was the last boxing match that I watched. Oh yeah, <laughs> yep. We rented it on pay per view, and all my friends came over and we watched this because he was from Little Rock, like he was from our area, so. We we're like, yeah, but other than that never watched it. Um it didn't it didn't grab me. Yeah, I got uh one last thing before we fucking hit some packs. I know we're running on we're hitting some time here. It's been a while since we've been on here.
0: Yeah, for sure.
1: Uh have you heard of Kanoa wireless headphones? No. Okay, Kanoa wireless headphones got shut down by a single YouTube review. That's the only reason why it's on this show. What? <laughs> so, Kanoa wireless headphones, I'm going to bring up the page that I got here. Uh, it was a crowdfunded headphone startup. They were uh, wireless headphones that would do pass-through noise. So, you had an app that you would link it to the Kanoa app, and then you could adjust how much outside ambient noise you could hear. So, if you rode a bicycle on the road, you could hear horns, and you could hear other things. Okay. So, they sent what this guy believed to be a prototype to him to review. And the guy's name, I've never watched his show before this, but apparently he's pretty big. His name is Crouch. Crouch's Review. Okay. Um, he reviews different tech or whatever, and mostly like sports, like headphones and apparel and stuff like that. So, they send him these, and he's like, all right, they won't sync to my phone. They won't do this. Only one turns on. They won't charge. I have to I mean, he was like I must have got some fucked up beta. So he's ta- he's got a rep that he's talking to from Kanoa. And Kanoa's telling him uh yeah, we've had a problem then he's like I'll tell you what. And so this goes on and on and on. And eventually the guy tells him to okay, unplug your charging box and then put your headphones in. And he does that and they resync and they start working. And he's like so to charge him you have to charge the charging box. Then charge your headphones, then recharge the box. So if your box is dead and your headphones are dead, you can't charge them both at the same time. And the yeah. guy was like, "Right." He's like, "Well, that's fucking oh, retarded." Boy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so they move on from that and go into um, functionality. Right. So he links it to the to the app. Only one will link to the app, so he can control the volume and all that. on well, one, but not the other. They do a reset. He gets them both to work goes and he's like all right now we got it all working they're probably a beta so that's fine we'll go do this thing i'm gonna go ride my electric skateboard and do some hipster shit and take some b-roll of me wearing these so he says he puts them in and he's playing music and then he puts it in his back pocket and they turn off so he calls Kanoa again and the guy says did you try your front pocket and he goes what's the matter you can't get a signal from my ears to my ass. Like, you can't do that. And the guy starts giving him some bullshit about the liquid content of your body, even though $20 wireless headphones fucking work. Yeah. So he puts it in his front pocket. Sure shit, it works. So he can ride with him in his front pocket. He says, every 10 to 15 seconds, the sound cuts in and out. That's None of this is the problem. The guy wasn't going to post the video. Then... They posted a newsletter saying, with a picture on their Facebook page, insert video here, and it says Couch or Crouch, whatever his name is, is doing a review of the headphones. Oh, no. And they posted the whole thing without the video because he he was like, well, they're broken. I'm not going to do it. And he said, all right, send me a new pair, a better pair, and I'll try it. And the guy says, actually, this is the retail model. I tested these out before it went out to you. Th- this is it.
0: Oh, This is no. the retail
1: model. So the guy says, <laughs> nope, you're shipping these to customers. I'm posting my review. So he fucking slams them. Oh, man. Final nail in the coffin. Before he posts the video, they email him and say, hey, man, I know you're busy, and I know we've had some trouble. But if you give us a good review, I'll give you $500. Not thinking, this dude has a million-plus subscribers, $500 is a fucking drop in the bucket. He doesn't care about
0: $500. Seriously.
1: He could sell one of any free gadget he's ever received for $500. (laughs) And so he posts the email and the review video online. 48 hours later, Kanoa turns off their website, fires everyone in the company, and offers no refunds.
0: (laughs) Oh, man. I was going to say, you're telling me about this, and they don't have a fucking website. Nope. <laughs> it's <just> has <laughs> gone, dude.
1: Wow. Yeah. So, Kanoa Headphones, just they were a crowdfunder, but apparently they're not giving any money back. They're under no obligation to give refunds. And one fucking review shut them down. And it's, God, it's a bad review. That guy, he's getting all mad. He's like, are you kidding me, bro? Are you kidding me? He's <laughs> like... They don't work. They're static. Oh, like, I guess on the app, when you turn up the ambient noise past six, it just squeals.
0: It oh just, my God. Like, he just gets
1: feedback. So, he, like, takes his microphone and sets it up to it and then turns it up. And it goes, whee, like, super high pitch. He's like, and the guy goes, yeah, yeah, you got to keep it below six. Why does it go to ten? And he's like, well, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we're working on it. <laughs>
0: working on it,, right. yeah.
1: so it was just God it, just turned out bad. They jumped the gun, they went full feet in with a crowdfunder, and they probably did it because beats and everybody else are starting to get like true wireless, and they thought they were gonna be the first, and they still had the edge with that ambient noise thing. nope forty eight hours
0: they're still offline. <laughs> There's too many motherfuckers out there. There's too many motherfuckers out there trying to do, like, what that guy does, too. So, even if you do sneak by a few of them, somebody is going... Someone's going to find you. Someone's going to out you. That was a big deal. He said, he goes, do
1: not go to any other uh, site and watch video reviews. He was like, don't. He was like, I'm sorry if you don't believe me and you're going to do it anyways. He was like, I have no stake in this. They didn't pay me. They want me to send this shit back. He goes, but... If they're bribing me, what happens when they bribe the guy with ten thousand followers instead of Without a million?
0: Without a doubt, dude. He goes, Without they're gonna give it.
1: He goes, so a bunch of people are gonna put out good reviews of the Kanoa. And he was like, don't listen to them. don't buy it. He was like, you don't want this product. Like he, he was like, hey, he goes, you don't want to do business with crooks like them. Like he just shits Damn. all over him. Pretty
0: good, pretty good review. That's that's hopefully good incentive for people to not you to not fucking take a bribe for that shit you're going to get caught there's just too many people on the internet there's too many busybodies out there dude you're going to get you, busted
1: yeah you're going to get caught and there's there's so many people on youtube making good amount of money that they're going to say no and then your channel's going to go under because they're going to say, this guy took the money and this guy took the money.
0: Yeah. It's like, here's all all of our emails. Like, everybody posts there, like, they offered us 500 bucks to cover this shit. Mm-hmm. You want to take uh, five minutes and come back and talk some packs for a little bit? Is that cool? Yep.
1: And we're back. <laughs> I feel lighter. <laughs> i tell you what I'm most excited for at this point is... Uh, To not do my chatty pee-pee dance, where as I have to pee, I jabber more to try to make myself not think about having to pee. (laughs) So now I get to sit back and listen to PAX, and I'm pretty excited for that part of this, (laughs) to tell you the truth, because we have purposely not talked about PAX a whole lot, so I'm getting a lot of this information firsthand, so I made myself a drink.
0: I'm ready to hunker in for this. I'm looking forward to the one that we can go to, like, for the length of it. I know this this probably sounds like a nightmare to people who actually are already going to PAXs regularly and have to travel all around the world to hit fucking PAX after PAX, but that person is living the dream that I want to live, and I would love to go from PAX to PAX and check shit out, because the whole the great thing about PAX is a similar great thing about music festivals and that it's just a shit ton of people that are all there to have a good time and no one's there to fuck with anybody else and everybody's in good spirits and it, I mean everybody's into what they're into some people aren't into showering some people are into fucking card games It's it ranges pretty greatly they have huge sections alike <laughs> those two kind of go together like, right? <laughs> <laughs> well they have, like, huge, like, huge board game sections. They have entire, like, pen and paper sections. There's whole sections of, I mean, there's your your indie game section where it's just six dozen booths that are about the size of a broom closet that want to tell you about this new, like, hydroponic farm simulator where you have to make x amount of strawberries using only just a little bit amount of water and it's all resource-based and it's like that's nice or like the minecraft that is i fuck i've i set the paper somewhere else that someone has made a voxel-based building game called eco eco and it's coming it came at the heels of Minecraft. It's a few years old and it, it was at PAX last year. Melissa and I played it at PAX last year last year and it was there again this year. And it's all about like global warming and like <laughs> Oh man, I don't, I just brought this up on a whim. I wish I I wish I remembered more about it. But super it's like, crunchy it's, block people. It's <laughs> super crunchy block people, dude. It's it's the boulder of fucking Minecraft <laughs> games. <laughs> it's the, it's whatever college district you live next to. The game.
1: UC Berkeley Squares dot com. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. Dot cube. Yeah. Dot cube. But. Uh, <laughs> but I get yeah all I'm saying is that like the range from there's also this game called Gorn who has who had this huge fucking booth set up with this like mock battle arena in the middle of it and in that arena is where the person wearing VR fought like the fucking other people inside of the arena so it's it's cool that it's cool that it has as many as many outlets, I guess, for people's entertainment and stuff like that as they do. And having only been there for one day, having only enough time to sit through a couple demos and stand through a couple of lines, uh, we got to be pretty picky about the shit that we checked out and try to make sure that I could at least bring some sort of a beta back. And one of them that super stood out to me was Amazing Eternals. Mm-hmm. And that one, coming into it, like the big display and everything, has they're like old school sixty style TVs with like the rabbit air antennas on top and like the knobs on the side and like the wood housing and all that stuff. And then every single monitor—I don't know if I put it up on Instagram or not—but Melissa took a picture while I was playing, and every single monitor had the housing of like that TV around it and stuff like that. And I thought coming into this game. It was going to be something similar to, like, Jumanji was the first thing that came to mind. Some board game-inspired first-person shooter that was going to be, like, pretty childish and lack... I mean, I'm not saying that, that Amazing Eternals has any depth to it, but the characters are a lot more broad than I thought they were going to be. And I was expecting... I was expecting little because the the spaceman guy is like huge. That's the first guy you see is like that old school mm-hmm. original styles spaceman. But then you get into the game and learn that like what was that one dude's name? Dread the skeleton guy, the guy with the skull head. Like yeah, that's him I was and his wife. As. Yeah, he's a beast. Him and his wife are are doctors and had figured out immortality via combining like a human body and like electricity and like electric components and shit like that so he had died and then his wife brought him back to debt or brought him back to life and now he's just a blood crazed maniac that uses profanity and runs around and shoots people <laughs> sure, and it was like oh sure okay <laughs> that is not the game that i fucking expected this to be at all but we what what was it what are the what are the games is it five on five is that what they are i think there were five on five and my team ended up winning so we ended up getting we got free um founders edition we got free $20 packs for for the founders edition so now now you and I have fucking full access to it so you've played a little bit of it what are what are your take what's your take on on the trading card aspect of it
1: i like it i wish um, I don't know if I wish the cards were bigger Dude. or what it was about it, but there's something like I don't know what they that need to card be more
0: is more legible. Yeah. yeah.
1: So if you're in the heat, uh, this was I. I told you I think the one takeaway I had was I got to do some key mapping because my numbers don't get used much. I'm not a big MOBA player. Um, I'm a that'll make it W A S D. Yeah guy, right? My hands don't move from there. My pinky and my thumb can hit a lot more stuff than I never want to take, especially in a first person shooter, I don't want to take my fingers off my little my gray keys. Buttons. Right. My my, yeah. my there's a reason why my keyboard's got different color ones for yeah. those <laughs> keys. Like i that's where I'm at. So I've got a mouse that has extra buttons. Like I need I need to map that better to play faster because I find myself like looking down and then look like like taking a little too much time to do everything. Mm -hmm. But they're game- I mean, you get like a rocket launcher, you get like a lightning strike, that's basically your ults, right? But there's a bunch of different versions that you can get not knowing what they do and not being able to really see the card because the artwork is not different for every card it's different Dude, it's for
0: hardly the it's types different of the for hardly any of yeah. them too
1: so that's kind of confusing That, i believe is a beta issue and i think it's going to go away
0: yeah um that's as of right now my biggest complaint about the card system is that i can't fucking read the cards yeah. so it doesn't matter what it says you go into a fight and you hit one and then you pull out a healing torch it's like mm, well Th- this here reminds we
1: are. me of lawbreakers without anti gravity when you're in Why the first person, that? the the characters, the way they're set up oh, to me, okay. um, Lawbreakers did some things well for me, and some things I didn't like. the The anti grav niche I never really got much enjoyment out of. That's me personally. A lot of people love it. This is maybe a happy mesh between Overwatch and Lawbreakers. Um, the, the weapon was cool. Like I said, I played as a skull guy. He's got like a pistol is his main weapon mm-hmm. that when you aim, it charges up for a higher shot. You can, your cards are like a shotgun, a rocket launcher, the lightning bolt. Um, I don't think there's anything else that I can remember in there. I just played a couple of matches. I think the concept of the game is fun. Now, did you play
0: any part of it that had to deal with the board game or did you just so, play the think- fighting? I think the board game element is just the leveling up process of the game. I think that's all it is. And like the. When you have the main menu open, the board game is in the background and you can hover over the spaces and you can see where your token is on the board. And I think that that is. I think that's going to be their. Or not is going to be, but is their take on just the leveling system.
1: I like that. I was. When you were describing the game to me, I was like, am I. Card game, board game plus. I was like, I'm not gonna like this, but it's it's not that. That's like a novelty aspect of it. Just to explain yeah. to you, while kind of why you're getting cards instead of some random fucking ult. loot boxes. Yeah,
0: yeah, treasure chests. It's yeah. just a di- it's it's just a new idea.
1: But it was it was fun, and if it's not broken, don't fix it. Right, so that using that type of model, the game was different. There's no flying people. You, there, uh, the tanks, are they really tanks? Or are they just kind of slower heavy hitters? Like, I didn't find anybody that could absorb exuberant amount more damage than anyone else. Yeah. I could kill everybody on the board, maybe not in the same rate, but not... It wasn't like I was going up against Reinhardt compared to, like... Fucking Symmetra, Lucio or Mercy or, you know, or yeah. I guess not Symmetra is not a good version of that because apparently yeah, she's Symmetra fucking doesn't invincible. Die. <laughs> but yeah, Lucio or somebody, like they're not, oh, uh, uh, what's his name? Doomfist. That squishy yeah. bastard after the last update, I, he I, goes down quick now. And I'm not saying that as a person that is playing as Doomfist, I seem to kill Doomfist pretty fucking easily now. And huh, I don't. I, wonder, know, I haven't read the. I got to look at patch notes. Yeah, I haven't read the patch either. notes to see, but it it kind of like shocked me. Like I was uh, playing as Reinhardt, and I want to say that it was harder, but I got in there and like if I could trap that little bastard, it was like swing, swing, dead, and I was like, oh, fuck that guy, and then I moved on.
0: Like that was that's surprising because Ryan has a he's like Doomfist is built to fucking beat up Ryan.
1: and he can. It, you got to trap him. But if he doesn't, I don't know, It, I don't know what it was. Maybe I thought he was more powerful, or maybe they patched him. I'd have to look it up, but
0: he's I mean, if you, if you bailed it. on the shield idea, and you just went after him swinging, then you could have very well killed him. Because, like, the biggest, the worst thing that people do when I'm playing Doomfist, Doom yep. and they're playing Ryan, is try to shield yep. up. It's yep. like, I'm just going to bounce you off that fucking wall until you stop. Yep. That's it. Or I'm gonna punch you off the cliff. One of the two, but you're not gonna fucking win this fight.
1: Yeah, and uh, I I play Ryan a lot, um, especially competitive. That's kind of my my go to competitive guy when I want to win. Yeah, like
0: Mercy's my my safety. Yeah. niche. <laughs> niche.
1: She's pretty close too. But that uh, yeah, I like going Ryan or um, what's her name? Osira. Osy-
0: oh, Orissa the last buff they got her a twenty percent, twenty percent increase at shot speed. I think I think she shoots twenty percent faster. It's a lot of bullets. Which makes her. I guess it makes her mid range a lot more powerful.
1: And it it is mid because you get back a little bit and you damn near can't hit her. Like Symmetra, all it seems like Symmetra's all she's got to do is just jump, and I can barely take her down.
0: Yeah, like it's r- she's nasty hard. with Orisa because Orisa's, like, <laughs> it sounds so ridiculous to say, but Orisa's gun is skill-based. Like, you have to actually aim the gun. Yeah. So a Symmetra can be right next to your face, jumping up and down, like serpentining right in front of you with her laser beam that does not require aiming whatsoever. You don't stand a fucking chance against that. Yeah. It's, and she has a shield.
1: It's very so. hard to slow yourself down. To where you're not shooting behind... Because I've caught myself doing it. And I play a lot of video games. I know better. But where I'm chasing her, yeah. you can't chase her. You're better off yeah. aiming straight forward and holding the trigger down than mm-hmm. you are chasing her. Because if not, she's just... Hit it, jump, 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 jump. And you're going to hit her a couple of times with stray bullets and that's going to be it. Yeah. Anyways, I don't want to get into a an Overwatch thing again. But, so, uh,
0: but yeah, orpex. I mean about the <laughs> tanks. I, I just unlocked the cards for... The dude's name, I think, is Bristle in The Amazing Eternals. And he's, like, as as ridiculous as the fucking tree-type tank is in video games, it's fucking whatever. So he's a tree, just like in every other fucking game. So he seems like he has a lot more HP, but they he's such a tank like he moves so slow and his swings are so slow that he's never been a threat to me unless i found myself completely out of position but when trying to fight him i can't do shit for damage for him or to him but that being said i switched over to i don't remember her name the aqua lady i'll just call her aqua lady because she's just that But she's the mercy of fucking this game. And her left click is... Well, I take that back. Her left click is heal. And it's just like a constant channeling thing where she shoots salt water at people. And I guess that makes them feel better. Mm -hmm. And then her right click is the opposite. She shoots a red beam at people and it does damage at her enemies. But I had to switch over to her... I just I switched over her to her because I couldn't read the fucking cards because the cards were so small. And I was like, if you're in a combat role, I felt like I just needed to constantly be engaging and I didn't have time to read the cards. And I was just spamming one, two or three when I saw them pop up. I did the
1: exact same thing. And then you end up fucking up, especially that. uh, I don't remember the guy's name of the skull guy. He um, his one card is like a nice lightning slam. Yeah, it happens. I don't know how many times I wasted that in the middle of nowhere. Because one of the cards is a rocket launcher. One of them is a shotgun that you can change the range on, which is pretty neat. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then there's that lightning strike. And that lightning strike, if you don't know which one it is, because the cards are fucking same, you're like, (laughs) sweet. And you just, just, like you said, spam it, hit it. Because every other card of his was like a a usable long range or weapon or something. And then every now and then you hit it and he just goes, goosh. And I'm like, oh, I just fucking wasted that. (laughs) Yeah.
0: like for for the water lady it was either a it was either like a res and by res i mean it would it would resurrect me by negating the respawn timer it would just negate the respawn timer on my next death that's neat and then another another skill would teleport me directly to my last place of death and then another one was like as i heal i get some health back it's like those three have this—not literally, but like those three have the same art. And if you're in the fucking middle of a fight, you're not going to want to look and have to read the eight-point font that's at the bottom left-hand corner of your screen, and then just fat finger it, anyways. And like you fucking hit your resurrect back the last place that you died, and you just spawn in the group. Of, it was right in the underneath their crystal, <laughs> and you <laughs> just yeah. like right back in the middle just of all of them. Nuked, yeah. yeah.
1: So, uh, the game has definitely got promise. Um, The cards need to be better. They need to be distinctive. uh, And you've got to get rid of Amazing in your fucking title.
0: But I think it has to stay.
1: Why? Amazing Because of the time
0: frame that it's based around. Solely because of the time frame that it's built around. If it were 10 years into the future, you couldn't use Amazing in the title. If it if it was anything from the '80s on, you can't use amazing in the title. But since it was, it's like it's like the Amazing Spider
1: Man. I got it. Okay. Yeah, I think I think, I think it'd it works. be better than with the in front of it. The Amazing Immortals.
0: <laughs> it does have the in front of it. Does it? Good. Then want me a hat. I got you a hat.
1: That's a badass hat. Okay, it, then it, I take it. It looks that way. I take it. It's it it. <laughs> <I take laughs> it. my favorite hat. No, I like it with with the amazing Eternals, Okay, that makes a little more sense because like you said, the, it is a retro it's a weird 1970s the space, space like, odyssey type
0: thing, yeah, around, which is yeah. that's
1: cool. I just don't like if, multiple names like the what was uh Cuphead? It used to be Oh man, the devil don't go
0: telling the devil or something. some shit it like that. It was like
1: this f- retarded name and then when they went yeah. to finally produce it they were like, mm, fucking Cuphead."
0: Yeah. There is a. There's don't make um, a deal with the
1: devil. I think it was it. Yeah. Yep. Cuphead, don't you got make it. a deal
0: with the devil. Yeah. There's an editor at Game Informer who once said, I can't think of a subtitle that was ever. Well, how did I don't remember how he phrased it, but he's like, there's never a good time for a subtitle. Ever. It's just a title. You just give it a title, and then if it's the second one, you call it fucking two, and that's it. <laughs> you don't need to. Like The Witcher 3, The Wild Hunt. Who gives a shit?
1: The Wild blood Hunt was the uh, was that the that wasn't the expansion. That was a Blood and Wine. You're right. I forgot that there was a subtitle to that for <laughs> the, the, Wild the fucking Hunt. main game. <laughs> yeah. hmm. Okay. Um, what else cool? Was yet, there a lot of VR?
0: Was there a ton of it or no? There was a lot of VR, really? and I, dude, I gotta fucking tell you, man the lines were so fucking long that maybe if you showed up on Friday you m- might have gotten in there by Monday into day. Makes it's sense nuts. So for
1: PAX, like, yeah. not for PAX in general, but for a convention it makes sense to do VR because that's an experience how many of those people stood in that line and then went and bought an Oculus Rift I'm gonna go between zero Fuck, and maybe fucking one, one? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: like, <laughs> sorry but I mean what better place to check it out? So That's yeah. At in, in due time next time when I'm when I'm there for or when we're there for like three days and we can split up and go check shit out, then absolutely yeah. we'll just go live at the Bethesda booth. They were showing off while we were there, they were showing off Wolfenstein two uh Doom VR, Skyrim VR, Fallout VR and they had booths set up for for all of it, but like I said, they <laughs> their lines were so insanely long. Did you check out the new Wolfenstein at all? We watched the the uh the trailer for it, but it's just the same trailer that they played at e three oh, okay. I didn't get to play it
1: i uh I went back and started playing uh the old blood pretty good game.
0: The old blood was that the most recent
1: one. Yeah, that was that short, the shorter one. I got it in like a uh, Steam bundle, and I would never played it. And I started. It's a pretty good game.
0: The last one got killer reviews. Mm-hmm. The new order got killer reviews. Is that the one that you're talking about? No,
1: the the new order was the like the Xbox like came out big deal big game. Then, oh, this one was like a an add on. Like it wasn't a. It was a standalone game, but it was. Bef- it was placed in a time frame before the new order, I believe. I don't know. It it was. Pr- I liked it a little bit better. The graphics aren't as good, and it's not as yeah, crazy. Not but I, I thought it
0: was got good. Good reviews too.
1: Yeah. Nice. So I've been playing that. Just kind of every now and then I click on there to go shoot stuff. But yeah. uh, you got to meet some people, some cosplayers, dude.
0: I I guess i need to thank everybody for being as like i mean everybody's there to get free shit right so someone handing them a sticker but like people would actually stop and just like listen to me talk for just a second just let me explain to them the podcast and they would say thank you and they walk off like i cannot be more appreciative of how like supportive and nice people were and even if you don't go home and check out the podcast like, don't turn around and throw the sticker on the floor. You know what I mean? Like, people were people were respectful, and it was cool. But there was some... May was the best. May's my fucking favorite, so that was... It, that picture's cool. Is that, <laughs> dude, she had... She built... I wish I remembered her name. She would built the whole rig. Like, she had the backpack that has the little... the Her little dude on it, and, like, the hose that runs from it. And the the, the gun, gun was intricate great. as fuck. Yeah. It was really nice. She was like, you want to hold it? I was like... Hmm.
1: Yeah, I. Uh, Why I, would you I I me Opened my Instagram and I saw that photo of you? And these are the exact words I said. I said, "Mel, look how happy Tyler is." That's all I said. And turned it to her because <laughs> you're just like, oh, look, look at your face with that gun. And I was like, "Dude loves loves her. That's that's like a great deal." May In is the underworld. She's May was like your original Overwatch character. You used to play. Yeah, shit out of May yeah. But that this was my only gold gun. Yep. That was, uh, she, and she, she had it together, man. That gun did look cool. And Hell then, yeah. uh, you had a picture with uh, somebody in like a little ninja suit. I don't know if I recognized him.
0: Who was it? Yeah. They were over by, uh, yeah, we're going to edit this part out right now. Where are we at? We were at 119.07. I don't know if that was a dude or a chick that was in that. What does matter? In that outfit. Well, I don't know what the fuck they were from. I like I don't know Who cares? I don't know anything about that character at all. <laughs> so it's like I don't know. Was it a G.I. Joe? Sure. Was it a Destiny character? Might have been. Was it maybe a ninja from the new Monster Hunter game? Fuck, probably. Maybe. they I look really don't cool know. though. That's all I'm <laughs> saying. They <laughs> look cool. Super rad. Yeah.
1: So that ninja character, whoever it was, was a was a cool looking get up. Put oh, a lot of yeah. time into
0: it. There were there were uh Man, you went to the fuck. We've been to that, that uh, Chicago Comic Con, but yeah, yeah, the Chicago Comic Con, and you'd agree with me. The costumes there are a priceless. I can't even fucking imagine how much time and work people put into those things, and they are so on point and they fit them so perfectly. And that's that I think the craziest thing is when people.
1: These people work on them for like all year long, too. All this isn't like. Dude. I mean, you yeah. see some people show up that are like you're. And I feel bad for those guys who like show up in a shitty costume. And they're like, I'm going to dress up as this guy. And then like show up. And then you're looking around and there's like movie quality Destiny dudes <laughs> yeah. walking by. And you're like, oh, shit, man. And you're wearing
0: a fucking Destiny Morph suit. Yeah. <laughs> That's my fucking favorite shit on earth is when you see the two people. You see like. For instance, there were dudes walking around the convention, walking around PAX, promoting Shadows of Mordor, the new Shadows of Mordor Mm -hmm. game. And they were in, they were paid to be there without a doubt. And they were in, like, full orc garb with, like, realistic orc makeup. And, like, they're walking around, like, screaming and, like, laughing at people and shit like that. People are taking pictures of them. They have, like, full metal, like, fur and all sorts of shit. But then you also have Spider-Man in a morph suit that is too baggy for him, <laughs> and it's like that is that's the best fucking shit on earth. Plastic mask, just <laughs> yeah, yes. oh, man. Or like, yeah, or just the two lowest quality costumes meeting the two like highest quality <laughs> costumes. Insane, like, yeah. That thing, uh, yeah. We we saw
1: some. Uh, well, that was we saw it at uh, the Wizards of the Coast one the one that sticks up my mind was Vader. We saw oh, yeah. Darth Vader 15 times, and you would see, like, seven-foot-tall fucking movie-quality Vader, and then you'd have, like, like you said, more... So, like, Kmart, <laughs> like it was just a onesie <laughs> with it like printed on him in the plastic, like a plastic thing <laughs> that went
0: around his neck it was and like, like a hangs hood in the back, and then just like <laughs> yeah. a
1: plastic mask on the front. <laughs> you would see such variety on that, but no one. This one thing, man. I'm a shitty person at heart, and going uh-huh. to those things makes me a better person because I go there <laughs> and no one stopped that well, dude. And we're, that we're like. T- your costume sucks like no one yeah, said that to him. Yeah. they just take pictures yeah. with him. like then you just uh-huh. get like i'm vader and he's vader and they take pictures yeah. even though he's in a fucking three thousand dollar suit and you're in 1895 from like in walmart or whatever
0: right dude for sure nobody
1: cares they just it's it's what if show up and be cool
0: that's the best way to put it
1: <laughs> i like that <laughs> And no, everyone there is expecting to see somebody famous too, which is the incredible thing. Like I remember, yeah. we we were Twitch streamers. We weren't even doing the podcast or anything really. Like right. we had started it, I think, but we it was we were I still don't think we were I, we might not have been, we might have just been pushing the the Twitch streams, and we're walking around with like the GoPro and we had bought equipment for it. And we're, we're like, Oh fuck it. We'll go be journalists. Let's do this. And we get it back. Nothing was usable because that thing yeah. did not balance anything. So it's just like, <laughs> like, I'm like, I'm holding it still. Yeah. And it's just fucking seizureville. And I was like, well, <laughs> stay tuned. Cause we're not posting any of this. Like I've yeah, still got that was a, a ton of footage.
0: That was a big letdown. We were so, we had no idea what we were doing. That was the, that's the the car ride video is the best looking video of the tax. thing. <laughs> that was the best Most looking
1: video. Lot. After that, it was garbage. I could probably go through and cut out pictures of people and be all right, but we. I fi- I filmed all day long, and I got back, and started watching. And I was just like, "This is fucking not usable at all." So that I, was brutal. Now I know how to do it. I got to get one of those balance rigs, and they make them.
0: Or just be still. You know what I mean. Like you just have to know what the fuck you're right. using. And just set
1: it down, then turn it on. Do a bit, film some people. Yeah. Then turn it off. You can't just walk around holding. Like I, I thought, getting that handle thing would make it stable. It's just not stable. You got to have. If you're gonna walk around, you got to have one of those real fancy those are, anti-stable those things. things. Are trippy.
0: Yeah. <sighs> Let's see. Here. What else was? What else did we play? Uh, we. Oh man. Real quick, Melissa, a scale of 1 to 10, what would you give Spy Party? Super weird. Um, Just the number. Like a six. six, okay. So we played this game called Spy Party, which is pretty fucking cool. Maybe. I was going to say, <laughs> we'll it's, a, it's a solid <laughs>
1: 6 out of 10. That's the worst <laughs> score that's ever been given by Game Informer. <laughs> They'll be like, this game is dog shit, don't play it. What'd you give it? 8.5. <laughs>
0: 8.5. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's the worst game. The sound's bad. The video's bad. Yeah, 7.9. 9.5. Might be my favorite. Best game ever made. <laughs> game of the year. What was uh, Spy Party about? So it's a party. So there's each... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> setting the stage here we go there's strobe lights so that you start there's like three three or four different levels it's like a like a ballroom a ballroom is what we played in i'm not going to talk about the other ones because i don't remember what they were quite frankly what's up it was a cocktail party party? in what i would consider a ballroom a bunch of people dressed like they were in a fucking ballroom i don't know so it looked like Clue. Everybody had like their per, their archetypal um, outfits on. Like there was like a general. There, the Queen of England was one of the models. Okay. Austin Powers was one of the models. There was like a a black chick in a in a orange dress, an old white lady, fucking all sorts of shit. And you, I'm sorry. So um, one of those people is a spy and then there's also someone in that room depending on what the uh what the spy's mission i think he has three missions depending on what the missions are you have to like go swap some statues and in the statues case there's gonna there's three statues hold on let me let me take a step back the spy's purpose is to accomplish three missions inside of this tight room outside of this outside of this room is a sniper and that's where the second player is at the second player plays the sniper and the sniper's goal is to stop the spy from accomplishing those goals before the time is up okay so the so the spy can constantly see the sniper because everywhere the sniper looks, you see the sniper's laser, like laser dot, or like the trail of its laser. Oh. So it's like aiming, aiming laser, or their aiming laser. So... But the sniper can look away. Right. So, so like the sniper can zoom all the way out and then put the laser off to the side. So that way, the spy cannot see what the what the sniper is looking okay. at, but really the sniper is like watching the spy doing what they're doing. Or you can like set it to the other side so it distracts the spy, so they think that you're looking at the opposite side of the room, but in, in all actuality, the sniper is looking at the spy on the opposite side of the room. Quick
1: question: the other yeah. players are they NPCs? Are or are they are only played? two players. Oh, okay. They're okay. all NPCs. That's all I they're know. all
0: okay. imp- yeah, they're all NPCs except for one. Some of the missions have progress bars. Like one of them, you need to you have to go flirt with one of the characters that's there. So you have to like, you have to walk up to where this person's at, and then you'll have to like interact with them and build this progress bar. And it does about like thirty-two percent every time. So you have to talk to this or thirty-three percent each time. You have to talk to this person three times, and then it finally completes. But if the sniper notices you, like, actively, like, walking down this person, like, continuously going after this person, then the sniper might realize... That you... That, yeah, that you are who you are. But then again, it could be the weird-ass NPCs that are just kind of doing goofy shit on their own. And then you end up just gassing a fucking NPC, and then you fail the mission as the sniper.
1: So it, like, behooves you to, like, kind of act erratic like should you like walk over and like stare at a wall for a little bit and then like yeah
0: exactly dude exactly that sounds so pretty it, cool it, man it ends up pushing you into into a direction of like you're trying to do dumb shit that you think an npc would like walk over and just like you said stare at a wall for a couple seconds and then turn around and walk off and act go look like at you're something talking to people
1: that you're not really
0: uh, yeah yeah and that was that was a lot of fun it was weird, but it was a lot of fun. They gave us they gave us a manual to read through and they kept saying in the manual whoever plays this more is going to have a better idea of how this works than the other person. So like that being said, I don't really know I don't really know of like the longevity of the game. That's my question is it so every time that I play or Melissa plays or you play, we get better than one another. So, if the other person doesn't have enough time to play as much as the other person, then you're just fucking not playing Spy Party, spy party anymore? Is that... Eventually, you're going to be so good at mimicking the
1: NPC that it wouldn't yeah. be fair. Like,
0: Right. It, you'll play
1: that one level so much that you'll know that this NPC does this every time or whatever. So, if you just mimic that type of movement, it'd be sure. real hard. I could see that unless there's like a leveling system for online play where... Like instead of maybe a level, maybe they go hours played for matchmaking. That might work. Yeah.
0: It I still honestly don't fun. see this. Yeah, it's it's a ton of fun, and especially for I
1: was gonna say it sounds fun for a twenty dollars game. Is it gonna be
0: sixty? It's a fifteen dollars game, and that's exactly what I said. Boom! I was like, that for sounds 15, fifteen bucks. I was like, this this will work. And I I don't expect online play to work. I expect just fucking local online to play. I expect. Two-player co-op to work, and that's it.
1: That's fine. If Fifteen dollars. That's going to be a seven-dollar Steam sale in a matter of weeks.
0: Two dollars. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be fantastic. without a doubt. Yeah, summer
1: sale. It's going to be two bucks. It'll be a free-to-play week, and that that game is. That's a good price point for it. It yeah. does sound fun. If you would pitch that to me at fucking sixty bucks, <laughs> don't you eat oh, a dick? <laughs> like right. that's not <laughs> uh.
0: And the game, the games are super short. Like I said, you have. One thing that you can do as the spy is... When you're standing in front of the window... You can look at your watch... And it'll add 45 seconds onto the clock. So the sniper and the spy share the same clock. So if the... If the sniper notices some fucker walk up to the window... And check their watch... And then notices that the time went up... They just gas that dude that they just saw check the time. And like... That aspect of the game sounds like so much fun. It does. You could be like watching this dude... And he's looking at this... He's looking at a statue that he's supposed to swap out. And then in his hand, you're just staring at him and you see the the statue switch to a different model and then him put it down like, he, that's it, that's that motherfucker, like you just got him. And like that, that aspect of the game was really awesome. And to be com- completely honest, neither Melissa or I saw any of that shit happen the entire time that we were playing the game. When I played... The spy, I went all the way to the end and barely, barely, barely finished the last mission requirement before the time ran out. And Melissa wasn't real sure who I was. On the game where Melissa played this the spy and I played the sniper, we're getting the chirp, the countdown from ten, and we have six seconds left. I have no fucking idea who Melissa is at all. So I just aim down the sights and fucking rail somebody in the head, and it just so happened to be Melissa.
1: Oh <laughs> so, man,
0: that that sucks. But but like
1: you can have. I mean, you'll have that. That's just a that was pure. Luck. That's a dumb luck. It's thing. like, are we, yeah. yeah,
0: it's like, are we already just so good at spy hunter that or not spy hunter, but spy party that? I don't know. When it comes time for us to do our November four shit with, um, uh extra life Mm -hmm. it'll be a sweet game for that but or like it's i would compare it to like don't keep talking and nobody explodes it's it's that caliber of fun that's the
1: only game that i i I want friends and i want vr for that game only (laughs) keep talking nobody explodes seems like a fucking ton of fun if you have a group of people to get together
0: totally yeah yeah we played it Played it once at a buddy's house for a New Year's party, and it's it's a blast. And
1: spy versus, or I keep I want to say spy versus spy every time <laughs> I go to talk about this now. But spy party sounds like the same thing. If you had a room and you've got like you could divide teams up, where somebody's Without like, oh, I think I think it's him or something. Like I could see this getting real exciting real quick.
0: Yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah. So spy party was dope. I think it's out. I'm pretty sure it's out. So if if anybody wanted to check it out, everybody that was at their booth was pretty nice, except for the guy who made the game, I guess. (laughs) Was he a dick? (laughs) No, uh, everybody was super cool. And then they had the booth that was right next to Behemoth. And Behemoth made Castle Crashers. And they've also made, the older game that they made was Alien Hominid. And then their most the last packs they were releasing pit people, I am but not uh, they had with like
1: any of their work apparently
0: they're they're like all of their stuff is like super tongue in cheek their art style is like pretty tacky and um, like pit people and one ex- one example one one guy was like watch out for the spotted the spotted horse or the spotted horse rider or some shit like that. And then some goofy giraffe comes flying in, but like all the giraffe spots are like stars and moons or like <laughs> some stylized dumb shit. And then this dude with dual oozies jumps off the back of it and just fucking starts firing off into the air. And it's like, it's shit like, yeah, exactly. Well, I've
1: got to ask, um, I'm, Bought Melanie a Switch for her birthday. Mm-hmm. I've, I I like. It. I haven't played a lot of it. Um, I, I'm gonna have to play a little her. bit of
0: one when I was in Colorado. Yeah,
1: and, and take it from her for a little bit to to get to get a lot of time in it because it is. Boy, it's a good console, and I think it's a great console for her because she's gonna be on the road. And I bought her like the case and some you know covers and stuff from screen protector. Yeah, I made it look all cool. But like, was there a Twitch pre or a Twitch? Was there a Switch presence? at PAX
0: so this year's PAX I didn't make it to the panel but this year's PAX was the first Nintendo panel at PAX okay their fucking the Switches booth Mario Odyssey area was so packed full of people that like you couldn't get It was packed to the halfway point of the floor. They had people over there telling people to get the fuck out of the walkways because people were spilling over. It was packed. Mario Odyssey drew so many fucking people. On the outside, they were advertising um, a new... Is it Just Dance? Is that what it's called? Yeah, it's Just Dance. Not Dance Dance Revolution. Just Dance. And... I guess the panel was about Metroid... So I'm going to have to look up a video on YouTube and see what they had to say about that, because that's that's pretty surprising. Yeah, they're bringing that but retro
1: yeah. Metroid 2 back, a remaster, and then they're also doing a new Metroid, right? For Switch.
0: God, I guess so, yeah. Finally, it's, it's finally. It's
1: supposed to be a duel, but that that retro one, I'll, I'll probably pick up for Switch and play it when she's home. Like,
0: That'd be rad. If back and do Metroid 2 would be cool. Um, so Nintendo also had... They had that Nindy section that I told you about. <laughs> the Nindy. So yeah, the name is fucking Gabby. These worthy. are indies
1: that Nintendo has <laughs> acquired. Made them I not know indies they, yeah. anymore,
0: yeah. I mean, technically, good on them for changing the name from indies to not indies because they're fucking not indies anymore because they're getting sold by Nintendo, which is about as far from indies as you can get. And, uh,. Melissa and I went over to check out what this Nindy arcade was, and they had a couple sections in the room completely blocked off, and we couldn't even go in. In order to go in and see what was happening, you had to go in the other side and stand in the line. And the line was two hours long. And it, it's... it's the What was it? The line was two hours long, and it was like 3.30 in the afternoon. Everything closes, closes, closes at like at 6, but everything's closing up at 5:45. So like if we stood in that line, then you just don't if you stand in lines at PAX, you're missing so much of PAX. Yes. Yeah. So if you're going to stand in lines at PAX, you have to be there for multiple days. And unfortunately, unfortunately I wasn't, so I, I didn't get to stand in much.
1: Yeah, that's you're right on that one. Like that's that's what I see from almost everything is unless you uh, especially the bigger conventions if you can't do every single day you need to just forget the line like forget seeing anything you just need to go in and observe and talk to people that are coming out and that's where you're going to get your best experience because then you're going to get at least get to talk to people that played everything but if not if you go for one day you're going to play one thing two things think about six hours two things Yeah. yeah oh
0: so there is uh, one thing that made it into my notes for next packs is the people that were standing and sitting in line on top of tripod like folding camping stools. Mm-hmm. That that's what smart people do. So if you're gonna go to fucking packs and sit in line, take one of those little stools. I'm gonna take one that's,
1: of those. Hey, who's it that had that seat that was just like the peg? You. It was a lean to. Oh.
0: It was just a peg with a, with a seat yeah, on the with top, a
1: pad, yeah. And you, and it was like a telescopic, uh, telescopic thing. Oh, you like pulled man, it out. What was that? And you twisted it to lock it, and then you just yeah. leaned on it. And I don't remember where we saw it, but I was, I was like, that would be cool because, I mean, you're not, you could take that thing and stick it to the side of your backpack. And that mm-hmm. thing looked like the dumbest thing ever until I was like, but for midnight right. releases or <laughs> for like PAX yeah, or Comic-Con, like that would be the thing. Yeah. Because you can at least yeah, – You're not taking yeah, – you just take a little load off. You're not taking a nap on No, you're it. Not, you yeah. can't sit on it. But you can <laughs> You can at least – gives you a little lean-to and it's not – you're not that asshole that's carrying around a fucking chair. Seriously. Marching through. Excuse me. Excuse
0: me. (laughs) Dude fucking never fails. The end of PAX fucking chair pushers. I. This just recently became a thing when we were at our second PAX. And for the last year, we've been laughing about that one kid that we saw at PAX last year who went and bought one of those fucking car racing chairs. Like those? Are they AXS he it chairs it and at have like
1: packs? That.
0: He is not the only one, man. I know. And they but don't. They do buy these fucking. Not even they buy floor models, doc. They buy floor models, and then they have to push them through the convention center, the whole way down all six floors to the parking garage, assuming they remember where their fucking parking car or where they parked their car was at, and then to to the car. Before they strap it at the top of their smart car and then try to go back exactly. inside for two hours to the airport and then fly to fucking England, yeah. No, but sure shit. These two people come up to the escalator pushing their chairs, but they they said that they had won theirs from a raffle. So good on them, congratulations.
1: I'd just be like, ship it to my house.
0: You yeah. won this seriously. Ship it.
1: No, ship it. give me a five hundred dollar gift card. I'm not. I'm not pushing around. <laughs> Yeah, I'm yep. not strapping that to the fucking top of the car. Nope.
0: Not a fucking Ship chance, that. dude. Yeah. Give me an Amazon not gift card chance. and I'll buy it. I'll buy it <laughs>
1: from you. <clears throat> I do want one of those so, nice chairs though. I've i I've been looking at dude, better chairs, absolutely. but I've got a real we'll crapper. Up. And uh I've gotten used to it, but like Melanie gets in my chair and plays um she plays Alone Dark. And yeah. she likes to come home and play because I got the ten eighty, so she she can just Max, 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 all the way down there because they just came out with the story mode for Long Dark. Nice. So uh, she played it well. When I get back in my chair, it's like pillows everywhere and stuff underneath her ass so she can sit. Like, and I'm like, it is real uncomfortable. Is it like I don't notice it, but when I play games hardcore for like a week, like I haven't been playing in a while, like like I was like because she's been home. But I've been sitting here now for like two hours doing this podcast. And I'm like fucking shifting and cracking my back. Yeah. I need a, a fucking good chair.
0: We need a sponsor. Got, we need to get sponsored by those goofballs this and behind
1: me, this little fuck yeah, hello that, little <laughs> that it keeps my back from going out.
0: <laughs> uh, last last thing from two things from Pax. I'll blow through them pretty quick. They were. They were really interesting. One of them was called From Light. Did you get a chance to check that one out? I haven't, no. So the idea is kind of based around, like, photography stuff. And you can hit the right trigger, and it freezes the frame. But you can still move around, and the background still moves around. Oh, it's like a 2D puzzle game. Yeah. I would, I would compare it to, like, Limbo or Inside.
1: Uh, free download from com. you can download the free oh, demo yeah. pc only gamepad suggested so that's happening so yeah
0: so you you freeze frame it and then you can move when you move your character around the lights create trails and then the light trails are physical volumes at that cool. point so you can use yeah. You make thus, like stairs out of the them or something. As platform. Yeah, exactly. As platforms they get up to the next space. That one was cool. The other one is called um it's kind of a weird name. It's called Milla Noir. So it's kind of like Millionaire, but it's Noir instead of Nair. But uh it was like this seventies style. Well, it's like a seventies era. Coming up for fucking taglines for games is ridiculous. It's, it's, <laughs> iso- it looks like, <laughs> it looks, it's like a, it's a, it's like, a, it's like Castlevania. It's, it's it, it looks like the top-down beat-em-ups like Streets of Rage or, or I guess not even top-down, but like the side-scrolling beat, side-scrolling three-dimensional beat-em-ups like Streets of Rage or the Simpsons beat-em-up game okay. or like the Turtle beat-em-up yeah. game but you controlled but you you have a gun so you have to like you have to reload you have to use cover i you know what my my best advice is to is to go check it out cuz it looked really cool and it played it was difficult and it was a lot of fun so i i would recommend everybody just give it a look if you have a minute we can i'll put up links for it in the uh um And the podcast description too. But it got, it made it through Steam Greenlight recently. And now it's still on Steam. But Milan Noir, M I L A N O I R, game.com. And then you can check out, check out what they have going on. But it's, yeah. I don't know. I like the weird shit. I like the dumb shit. The new shit is what stands out to me. Like, I, I know that we just got done talking an hour about a first person shooter but they're bringing in a card game aspect <laughs> to it like it's it's cool that some stuff <laughs> Hold on, hold on. Do not under any circumstances try to google that
1: without knowing that. Did you how do you spell it?
0: M I L uh A N O I R
1: Okay. If you type in M I L A N O I R E it brings up Million Nowhere Carm Kamara Million Aware of Kamara, shout out to Million Aware Kamara's Facebook page. You look like uh, a lovely girl. Um, congratulations on your Facebook page, probably getting hit a fucking ton of times. <laughs> 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 but I just typed it in and I clicked like the first thing. It was like the Facebook page for Million Aware, and I clicked it, and it's just some girl's random <laughs> Facebook page.
0: <laughs> oh, 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 oh.
1: She's probably like, I am fucking popular. <laughs> <laughs> alas <laughs> I have made it yeah uh, so yeah that's not it but <laughs> that's that's hilarious I was like oh here it is and I clicked it and it's just her like mm, <laughs> taking her pictures <laughs> bunch of selfies <laughs> some random girl
0: dude esports were big that was really cool to see dude, they had did a, you have any teams there it. or anything they who is there? I don't know the teams. There was a booth there that was selling jerseys, which I'm never I'm, gonna my get brain into. That. Is still not caught up to that man. They should have done t-shirts. They're going to do t-shirts. I talked to some people. They're gonna fucking do some t-shirts. Just no jerseys. Real talk, though, they need to get off the jerseys. Yeah,
1: it's stupid. You're not an athlete, you, no. and you shouldn't want to be. Right. You shouldn't want to be an athlete. Who? Okay. Who was that chief? At PAX that's dressed up with like the wig and the giant mustache and, and he was like streaming the whole time. I saw him everybody was like, ran into and I can't remember his name. They're like, ran into so and so at PAX or whatever, and he was like streaming at PAX, just playing whatever he was playing online, dressed as this
0: ridiculous fucker, and I guess it's like his gag that it does oh, all the time. Was it uh was he playing uh Battlegrounds? Maybe. Oh god. Does he like does he like talk to the country in between games and shit like that?
1: I don't know anything about him.
0: Like so, okay, I'm going to have to look into this guy that I think it's he is. just they were like get ran into to,
1: this like I saw it I was looking like Linus and some other stuff and it just kept coming up. And the guy's got like a black wig on and he's dressed in like gorilla clothing, like, you know, like he it was like black but it was like almost military. And, okay. and he looked like a '70s action hero. He had like a fake porn mustache <laughs> and like fucking <laughs> aviators on. He looked hilarious. And I saw him on multiple pages. He must be like a famous Twitcher, that uh, Twitch streamer that that dresses like that. But it was the the you were talking about it off air while we were playing some Overwatch. That you can't believe these YouTubers that get like
0: celebrity status. Yeah, yeah. I was I was watching a panel just on YouTube earlier, a Pax panel from this year, and here's the biggest fucking thing that has changed in gaming. And and I don't care what anybody says, the number of women that has shown up in gaming in the last twenty years is absolutely insane. Mm-hmm. They have in you're watching um uh what the hell is his name? It's some. I don't remember his name. It's like Mark. It doesn't matter. These dudes get out there on the stage and they just start talking. It doesn't matter what they say. People just scream, dude. Scream. All they do is stream video games. That's it. That's a great time to be alive, isn't it? They're not even good actors. They just stream video games. They're good at at playing video games. It's the fucking best time to be alive. I saw this.
1: Um, uh, I I live in North Carolina now, right? Like I'm back in the south. This is where I'm from. I have been gone a long time and I forgot how backwoods some of this shit could be. I was so excited that I was going to get to surprise Mel with a Nintendo Switch. Because we tried to buy them. If you've listened to this podcast, you know that we've been hunting because I didn't want to order one and wait and all this stuff. I just wanted to pick one up, right? So I got uh Whatever you just sent me, hit me with a redirect notice. Um, Oh, my bad. um, I was so excited to find this, and I found it. I found somebody that had one. It was just the gray one. They didn't have the colored whatever, but it was there. It was like I could have it in a couple of days, right? Yeah. And she told me I was going to get her something to this climbing place, um, uh, indoor mountain climbing. I talked to you about it that you guys are doing, right? <clears throat> and my mom tried to find a gift card. We tried to find some stuff. We didn't find anything that was real good. And so I was talking to her about it. And cause she said, you know, what I really want to do is find this climbing place. And I was like, Oh, I was going to get you that for the birthday and blah, blah, blah. She goes, I just want to be surprised once. Like everyone always <laughs> tells me the fucking surprise. Yeah. You know, like I, I just want to be surprised. And I would I'd already ordered this thing. Like it was done. I was like, all right, like, oh, I'm sorry. I guess I'll try next year. <laughs> and it came in, and just her actually being surprised and fucking excited and using this thing was, that's uh, awesome. was incredible. And when I told people at work that that's what I was getting her, they were like, you're getting your girl a Nintendo? I was like, yeah. They're like, Ooh, she's not going to be mad at you. I was like, what like what are you getting? And they're like, I don't know, like jewelry and stuff. I was like, oh, man. That's that's pretty useful. Yeah, that's so fucking useful. Like we're at most places are out of the woods here where pe- guys get useful shit. Like what? it was right? guys get tools, girls get jewelry. <laughs> and guys are like, sweet, I got tools. The girls like, I'm sparkly. Like, no, right. not anymore. <laughs> like, come on, man. They want to fucking play with shit, too. That's, there's the equality of the absolu- play absolutely. with shit. Yeah. That was but goddamn that switch is good. <laughs> it's That's, so good. That's good. That's good to hear. It's so I played good.
0: uh just a little bit of it with uh the new uh Mario Kart Deluxe and then some overcooked.
1: Yeah, we got Mario uh, Mario Kart eight deluxe. Um good game. Steering wheels they give you some extra confidence that shouldn't be there, because when you start <laughs> using the motion controls, it kind of auto drives. Oh, really? We found this out because we were getting a little too drunk, and Melanie basically like browned out and was just like holding the control and she winning. goes, "Yeah, I wish you were winning," but she was just like. I haven't steered in a while. And I looked up and her car was just like, because she was (laughs) holding the gas, was like following the course. And I was like, huh. But I mean, if you're in like, I told her, I was like, it's not perfect for motion because there's no sensors. It's all, you know, like, it's not perfect. But I like what they did because, yes, you can just hit A and you're not going to just get stuck in a wall very easily. But. You can aggressively drive it, and it is more fun. So don't think about that nice. auto steer and actually try, and you'll to yeah. do- We played for fucking hours. It was a lot of fun. Uh, so much fun. And one Switch will let you play two-player because it's one controller per, like one half goes in a little thing. So we didn't have to buy a separate controller to play Mario Kart. That's the only cool. other game we got Zelda. I don't need a whole nother controller. And I don't think it's as much fun if you've got the pro controller for Mario Kart. It was fun sitting there with arms out, like,
0: screaming
1: yeah. <laughs> and yanking this thing around. Like, it was, it was fun, man. It, it's so good, Mario Kart, on there. Um, we haven't played with it detached a lot. I turned it on the other day just to look at it detached. It's a big screen, and it looks... To me, I know they scaled down the frame rate when you unplug yeah. it, but it looks just as good. It looks real Does good. It? Yeah, it's a good-looking console. <clears throat>
0: I'm glad to hear that you're satisfied with yeah, it. Good, er, good job, well, Nintendo. Melanie is. <laughs> yeah, they
1: they they did it right this time. Nintendo needs to stick to the. It's fun to play. Not yeah. It's the best because everyone else is. It's the Best, what was Microsoft and PS4's entire platform at E3 this year?
0: Yeah, 4K and 60 uh...
1: frames a second on this game, and 4K enhancements on everything else. And 4K, and Nintendo came in and went, We made Nintendo 64 handheld. <laughs> like, everybody's <laughs> like, All right, I want that.
0: Yeah, I mean, yeah,
1: you know who's not sold out? Microsoft and PS4. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Fuck yeah, man. Well, yeah, PAX was... This is going to be my last lonesome PAX. You're coming on the next oh, one. Oh, yeah. Those free tickets be are huge.
1: rolling in next year. <laughs> uh, we're, we're over... We're at least going to get press got, passes. We have more than 60, what? four thousand, sixty-five thousand oh, 65,000 downloads or whatever?
0: More than 70,000 More than
1: 70,000. Look, I'm basically the most famous person standing in this room at this exact moment at this time. <laughs> <laughs> No, I wish I could say the I, same. Oh, damn it! See, I'm alone right now. I don't even think my cat's in here. My cat was in here. I think she's got more Instagram likes than I do. But she's gone for the dogs moment. for sure. Do <laughs> so. Oscar's definitely <laughs> racking them up. But um, that's yeah. Pax is going to be cool. Uh, November what is it fourth for our stream? November fourth? Yeah. Yeah. So I got to I got to put in vacation.
0: Do it! Do it! Do it!
1: Um, the streaming is going to be cool. Uh, that's going to be good. Uh, check out the website, um, www.horribleinfluence.com. You no longer need to even search for us. We're there. We're still... We are still the only Horrible Influence game podcast. If you find those other assholes out there that have started up since us, send them hateful messages and tell them to change their name. <laughs> I got... like Melanie was like, do you know you're not the only Horrible Influence podcast? I was like, we're the only one. And nope, sure shit. Someone now has popped up with one. Um, go ahead, uh, Horrible Influence Army. Go shut them down. Let's, let's DDo, DDoS attack them. <laughs> DDoS. DDoS. <laughs> Just get, let's get rid of them. I don't like competition. <laughs> <laughs> but um, it's cool to hear that PAX was, was great. I'm excited to yeah. go next yeah, year. I, I had so much fun at that. Wizards of the Coast, Comic-Con in Chicago. Dude, it's a blast, and right? And that was so tiny. I mean, we didn't have to wait in line for anything. No. It was like, oh, you're from Buffy? Hey, what's going on? Like, you just met people because <laughs> they were like, hey, man, you you want to talk to me? Like, there's no one here. Like, It was it was fairly small, but just the atmosphere was incredible. And yep, uh, I really want to get to PAX. I want to get to E3. I want to get to some of the bigger ones. E3... Is probably bottom of my list of ones. I'd rather do a PAX or something. E three, uh, honestly,
0: man, it's still at the top of my list. E three has been has been like a childhood dream of mine. So. I feel
1: like E three is that though. I feel like I'd go to E three, and I'd get it done, and I'd be like, I went to E three, but I think I'd have more fun at PAX. Like, mm-hmm. I, I,
0: I, that's the way. Probably, I look at it. probably. Fuck yeah, man. Well. Let's, uh, let's call this a fucking number 80. And
1: number 80, right on the two-hour mark. Well, uh, we love oh, you yeah. guys. and we'll yeah.
0: Huge, again, huge thank you to everybody who was chill enough to come hang out for a little bit. Get some stickers. P- post an Instagram blogger. picture of them
1: stickers, though.
0: <laughs> I sure. don't even have a
1: sticker yet. There's,
0: You'll get one there's soon. There's
1: a bunch of people outside <laughs> wandering around with horrible influence stickers. Me, I got an Atari shirt on, looking like a chum
0: right stickers aren't for you you're already listening <laughs> <I'm>
1: already here <laughs> all right guys